Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everybody. Just after 7 o'clock, we welcome you in live here on Tea to Green, your spot for local golf talk here in western New York every Saturday from 7 to 8 here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Kevin Sylvester, the third man of our team, is working hard this week for PGA Tour Radio at the BMW Championship uh, in Delaware. He'll be checking in with us a little bit later on in the show. But it's a beautiful morning, and I know many of you may be up and ready to go here on WGR. It's a Bills game day as well. We'll have Bills pregame starting at 8 a.m., right after we're off the air here. So uh, if you're looking for Bills talk, stick with us here. And then uh, at 8, uh, we get you, steady, uh, get you ready for Bills and Broncos pregame coverage taking you up to kickoff today at 1 o'clock from Highmark Stadium. Coming up here on the show today, well, we're excited to be at a special place in golf in western New York, Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, uh, and we're inside the Harmon Room, which is a really, really cool spot to be. So uh, we'll have some information coming up about next year's 2023 PGA Championship, which, of course, is right here uh, in western New York at Oak Hill. As I said, Kevin Sylvester at 745 from the BMW Championship, and we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. All that and more coming up as we say good morning to Jeff Metis. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. You're excited to be here? Yeah, get all the feels when you come up the driveway here at Oak Hill first thing in the morning and uh, all the history and just talk about a place that makes you want to get your clubs out and go play golf and and relive all the great things that happened and, and play just one of the greatest golf courses in the world and a great facility. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. You say Oak Hill and everybody's ears perk up. So I know we're going to have a lot more listeners this week. That's for sure. Yeah. If you're a golfer, you know about Oak Hill in Western New York and and the history that's been there. We're going to talk about this. Uh, If you want to see what it looks like from where we're broadcasting from, I've got a couple of pictures up. Uh, Follow us on our social media handles, uh, Twitter and Instagram at T2G Buffalo and uh, a video as well. Uh, of some of the plaques that are outside on the putting green where some of the history is kind of, uh, you go down memory lane with some the of the history that is in the trophy here. room, and we're in the, we're in the Harmon room. Craig Harmon, you know, consider Craig a friend. It's great to see all these things and, and remember coming here all those times and, and talking with Craig and learning how to teach from Craig. So uh, it's a place that brings back a lot of really, really positive memories, and I'm super excited for the championship next year. Yep. And for you as a Western Europe PGA Club Pro, the section championship, I know a lot of club pros will be participating in that, which is here next week. That's part of the reason we're here. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, and to get to play the greatest course in the world, basically, as a club pro and as our championship. And I remember last time it was here, they gave us the Saturday and Sunday pins from the PGA Championship. Uh, It was a bit of a grind, but I remember coming in griping about how hard it was after the round, and Craig's like, 
you know, our members play it every day. They don't whine, Jeff. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it's really, really neat. And I remember my daughter caddied for me, and it's one of those uh, one of those memories you'll have for a long time. Yep. All right. So we're here at Oak Hill, and we're excited to be here. Uh, we're with you for the next hour here on WGR. Okay, let's bring in some of our guests. We have two of them. Yeah, good ones. Yes. Ron Pluta, the general chairman of the 2023 PGA Championship, and also Wes Simeon, who's in charge of sales and marketing for the PGA Championship event here next year. Gentlemen, Ron, good morning. Thank you. Morning. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, thanks nice, for coming in. Nice Wes, to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, you've had a few years of work here preparing for this. You don't just uh, you don't just have a couple committee meetings and throw this event together? Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, just a, one or two. But uh, in reality, we, we started about 16 uh, months ago uh, in February. We uh, were assigned a, a PGA Championship director uh, from PGA of America. We... We started putting our team together here, our local team, right around then, and um, we met, um, which was Barry Deach at that time. Uh, it was all uh, over the uh, Zoom calls and oh, uh, Google, Google Meets yes. and that because of the uh, you know the lingering of uh, COVID. So, uh, but it worked out okay because uh, uh, Brian was out of, uh, or no, uh, Barry was out of uh, DC, so it made it nice for him. He could stay home and work with his family, and then. Uh, we communicated quite often. How many different subcommittees, and is it, can you put a number on that? I mean, between the volunteers and the tournament and the, the, how many different committees and how many people are involved in putting on a huge event like this? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, our team here on site will grow to about five, seven folks. Um, you know, we're here to be community liaisons to the club, to uh, the community, to the members. Uh, you know, we'll grow and have around 200 of our PGA headquarter team come in. Uh, our subcommittees and volunteers, you know, Ron's really excited. We have over 3,000 volunteers representing 30 to 35 different committees. Uh, you know, so it's it's a, a huge team mm -hmm. uh, that'll be here. And when does the infrastructure build start? Will that start this fall or will that start in the spring? I mean, you fence off the whole play. I mean, it's it's a lot of infrastructure. Yeah, good question. We're going to start uh, actually in September. We're going to start bringing in gravel because uh, – being in uh, the championship being in May now versus August and the last time in 13. Now we, it's a, it's a three month build. And if we back up three months in from May, we're into February and it's really, as, as you know, from being in Buffalo. Stakes uh, in the ground don't go as easy <laughs> in February, right? Right. <laughs> right. So we're going to start uh, in September, start bringing gravel in. We're going to try to get some of the foundations for the bigger areas where the, um, the wedges will be where we have the back nine wedge with hospitality. We have a front nine wedge with uh, club PGA. We're going to uh, put to gra start putting gravel down on the driving range where we're going to have the merchandise and the main entrance will be coming in. So we have to get the foundations in and we're going to try to bring those up maybe a couple feet out of the ground. Um, so when it does snow, we can continue to build through through the winter. And then that'll all be removed after the event, obviously. Yes. yes. And then I remember the stat. This is how many miles of cable are going to be uh, laid oh. between power and television and everything else that go through the facility. Uh, I mean, to me, that's interesting watching because I've run golf tournaments. I've never run anything of this, obviously. But the, just the miles of cable and everything that has to go into preparing an event like this. The other thing is you recently uh, renovated the facility. The golf course has been we did. changed. In uh, 2019, we, in the fall of 2019, we uh, actually started in 2017. We formed a committee together with uh, the player, Andrew Green, as the director or the um, uh, designer. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he was assisted with Jeff Sluman, a, a local Rochesterian and member of Oak Hill Country Club. Uh, Jeff is a past PGA champion himself. Mm -hmm. And he um, helped uh, work with Andrew Green and our team here at, at Oak Hill. Started the process in 19, um, right, around, right around now, at this time in August, and uh, finished up. They laid the last piece of sod in, uh, in <coughs> November. The members were all playing in the following June, so it was a, quite a great pot process. Every... Every green, every bunker was uh, was renovated on the East Course. A sympathetic uh, restoration for sure. Yeah, <laughs> sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Wes, that was to go back to what was some of the original designs intent with the with this renovation, right? Yeah, back to original Donald Ross designs. So we're all really excited about it. It's uh, it'll be a new generation of golfers that'll be coming to Oak Hill and Rochester, and it'll be something. Uh, Pretty incredible for them experience. And, and don't forget the West Course. Yeah, when you come here too. Yeah, that's the other thing. You could put the got another, two great courses. Another here, beautiful yeah. course. So for for uh, let's let's maybe talk a little bit more about spectators. So 2013, maybe many of them have come there for the PGA Championship. The year Dustin uh, or Jason Duffner won the event, and then of course was it 2019? The Senior PGA was here as yes, well. Correct. Right. Uh, so visually, and they spectators may get to see a little different uh, outlook of what they saw. I mean, if they hadn't been here since that event, like what would you say are th they're going to see the biggest changes of here? I, I think the, well, they, the green complexes and the, uh, the bunker complexes are, have changed dramatically from the on-course view. From the uh, television view, I think the course is just going to show beautifully. Um, the, the, the way they outlined, we've, we've removed a, quite a few trees as the new trend in, in golf courses. So I think it just opens up uh, the uh, visual from the golf course view. The um, I'd say also in terms of the, you know, the spectator experience new this year, every ticket that's a part of the championship program, uh, you know, will be a championship plus ticket. Uh, it's affording convenience, uh, flexibility, and value. Uh, this program, it's going to aim to enhance the overall spectator experience. Uh, you know, they're going to be able to, you know, enjoy inclusive food and non-alcoholic beverages. So you're never pulling out your wallet or money at the concession stands. Uh, you know, you'll be able to walk up, get two entrees, two snack items, two non-alcoholic non beverages. Uh, so, you know, you could kind of come and go as you please, you know, it'll help with lines, it'll help with just being able to grab food and, and not miss an action of golf. Yeah, I, last week um, we, we did a, a charity putting challenge event. We called it the Duster Challenge. We did it in Glen Oak, uh, at Glen Oak Golf Club uh, in Amherst, and we raised some money for the PGA Reach Foundation. But one of the things that we did give away uh, was some PGA Championship tickets. And uh, when we were describing what it entailed, it said it included food and beverage. And then a couple of people were asking, well, how does that work? How does that work? So um, that's going to definitely enhance the, the spectator and, and the fan experience to come here knowing that that's something maybe that's – they don't have to worry about it as much. You know, it's all part of the ticket. You price. don't have to right. keep digging. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, get some meat. We like the joke. As long as they're not setting a uh, lemonade stand up on 13, we're going to be okay. Come and <laughs> yeah. go as you please as many times as you'd like. The inaugural year, they tried this at Tulsa last year. So that was uh, it went very well in Tulsa. So they uh, decided to keep it going uh, in the future. We're going to keep it here. We have uh, 17 and old, younger um, youths will be uh, entered uh, into the uh, championship for free, uh, accompanied by a, a ticket holding a, an adult. And that's something that's uh, pretty exciting. It, the biggest thing that I you asked earlier, you know, the, the changes. In 2013, when we last hosted the um, championship, we had 
there was 25 hours of live television coverage. They're anticipating over 100 hours of live television coverage coming in 2023. And you were talking about miles of, uh, of wiring and, and so forth. Um, it's going to reach over 170 countries uh, around the world and what, 600, and estimating 600 million households will be watching this. So this is, this is quite a, a large event that just keeps growing. Um, our campus here, we, um, in 2013, we used about four acres for the um, broadcast compound. We're anticipating eight acres this, this coming next year for uh, the championship for the broadcast compound. So it's just expanded, exploded. And that's why this facility is great because you guys have a history hosting these events. Now you've hosted every men's major champ. I mean, I forget the stat there between the Ryder Cup, the Open, the Senior, the Amateur. You've hosted pretty much any event that's a major in golf, correct? Correct. Yes, yeah, correct. It's a, it's a pretty insane trophy room. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, we were in the trophy room. Uh, I'll put out some more pictures as well later. Yeah. PGA Championship, Senior PGA, U.S. Open, Senior Open, U.S. Amateur, and the Ryder Cup. Other than that, nothing. <laughs> and now, <laughs> pretty ticket, impressive list. Yeah, tickets—they're going fast, right? Like this. Normally, people expect, as we were talking earlier, people walk up, get tickets at Wegmans. It's not going to be that way this year, is it? They're no. selling out, right? Yeah, I would definitely say no. Uh, you know, that's a huge thing too. There's so much pent up, you know, anticipation, and excitement for this. It's a golf mecca out here in Rochester and Western New York. So, you know, we've seen really, really great response from the market as far as you know tickets going. We have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and our weekly Championship Plus tickets. They're all gone, uh, you know, so there's limited ticket remaining, uh, you know, for Thursday, which is, you know, the opening round of the championship. So, you know, those will, those will be gone, I would say, in a matter of weeks. You know, I'm really excited about that. You can, get those. you can get those tickets at pgachampionship.com. Yeah. All right, pgachampionship.com. Now, practice round tickets are still available? Yeah, you know, okay. and the practice round tickets probably are going to be offering the most affording option, um, you know, so if you're a family and you're just looking to check out the championship, get on the ground, say we're here, um, you know, try food, try non-alcoholic beverages, you know, see some of the players. They're all going to be out there practicing. So, you know, those might be some of the best options, too, for some of the families around here. I, I was, I was going to say, for, for, for a person that has a, a 12-year-old boy that likes, to, that likes golf, the practice rounds, I think, intending in professional events are actually, I think, a great idea. Um, you get a little more better access to take pictures, the players also are in a little easier of a of access mood in terms of they they might take a picture with you they might sign an autograph for you when it gets to tournament mode time i mean it's all business for obvious reasons on thursday but that those early days um it's an opportunity maybe where you can see you can get a little closer the players and the caddies may give you a little bit more interaction so uh I, you know if if you have young kids and you were thinking about maybe coming out I think the practice round days are outstanding days to come. It's my favorite time, to be honest, because it is, it is what you say. And the range is packed with yeah. players working on yeah. their game. And, I, you know, being an aficionado and a PGA professional, I just love watching them work with their instructors. And, you know, you go back with I can't go back to the gear tents and the trailers. But you get to watch these guys hit and what they're working on and, and just, just to sit there near the range and watch, you know, the best players in the world work at their craft is Really, really cool. I remember in uh, 2013, one of the practice days, I can't remember Friday, or it was uh, Monday or Tuesday, on the uh, upper putting green where the pros were all um, practicing, Ricky Fowler was out putting. And he's such a big uh, supporter of the youth. Yes. And they yeah. support him as well. So he had all kinds of uh, 8-year-olds and 13-year-olds all hanging around him watching him putt. So he got done putting, and he, um, he said, 
waved over to the kids. He says, come with me. So he took all the kids uh, that were following him. I don't know, maybe there were 10 to 15 young kids there, went to his car, opened up his trunk, and he just started signing hats and handing them out to, oh, to these young kids. And, you know, that's just, uh, I think that's just what this is all, golf is all about. You know, you got to bring that, the interest of the uh, the young girls and boys to, to get interested in golf. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite stories is I was working the range, and Tiger had his own golf ball back then, and all the kids wanted to, you know, everybody has their own ball, sure. Pro B ones, isn't it? And we were giving Tiger's golf balls to all the kids. Well, we didn't have enough golf balls come Saturday for his warm up, so they had to overnight us more range balls. And his particular, they they weren't too happy with us about that, but it was a it was a fun time, and uh, yeah, it's, you get to rub elbows with some of the best players in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, no, there's nothing we're going to be releasing today or this morning, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but, you know, we've all been really hard at work, you know, with the staff here planning some special community initiatives and spectator programming, especially for early on in the week during those practice round days. So we're really excited to release those plans um, and news early next year, if not sooner. Yeah, there's always a there's always a community outreach during these events, and there's always some money that comes from this event and gets put to the charity. I remember in 2013 or 19, we went to Durandisman or whatever and yeah. ran junior clinics for the kids they bust them in and stuff and it was all funded through this event so right. i imagine there'll be something similar right. next spring that you haven't told right. us about. we're, yes, we're yes. working on those uh those ideas right now as uh as the weeks have been coming up and trying to come up with how we can give back to the community how yeah. how the pga of america can leave something in rochester that will be withstanding and years to come and uh, for youth golf or whatever it is um, it's it's pretty nice it's pretty exciting work Ronald Pluta, the general chairman of the 2023 PGA Championship, West Simeon Sales and Marketing, as well here uh, with the PGA Championship. Again, if you look to get tickets to any of these days, it's PGAChampionship.com. Takes you right to the site, and uh, it says back to the east, right on the, and the headline there, the beautiful picture uh, of Oak Hill there out by the clubhouse. Uh, Wes, I know we talked about tickets. Um, how about for... Other uh, hospitality suites, and so I know you have some other information on that, too, you wanted to share. Yeah, yeah, real quick. I mean, the hospitality support here in this area has been just incredible. Um, you know, Ron, you know, the executive committee team here, we're all really excited. Our team has tapped out the, the site plan here. We've expanded three different times. Um, you know, there's only a handful of suites that are left for the championship. Uh, you know, we're also very confident with uh, some of the corporate partners we have in this area, too. So, you know, we imagine those being reserved over the next few weeks Excellent. Yeah, PGAChampionship.com is the site. All right, so what do you, you guys get to play the course here, too? That's a fun thing. Yeah, so you're, you're a member. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're doing all this, Andrew. Yeah, in my so are, are you time having time to play? play? Are you having some time to play this year and enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah occasionally we get to play, and, and, uh, and it's, it's a challenging course, I tell you. Yeah, all yeah, right. So I know all about it. That's yeah. Right. yeah, we're not playing from the championship teams. <laughs> so just in just in case some of the uh, the guys that'll be playing in this event next year are listening, what what advice would you tell the person that comes to play Oak Hill? The tour players keep, keep the yes. ball in the fairway. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Try. we um, you know with the renovation and uh, Kerry Haig is the uh, tournament uh, or championship uh, director. What was it? Is yeah, chief championship, chief championship director. Yeah, and uh, he was here. He's excellent, by he the was way. out here a couple uh, weeks ago, so it was the first time he has witnessed and been on the course since it's been renovated. And we added with the renovation, all the green complexes have added multiple new t- uh, pin placements, and um, so he was pretty excited about that. So he's already scouting pins, huh? He comes out to play, and he's, he's already scouting yeah, them. That's though. what he does, though. Yeah. Yes. And uh, 
Oak Hill, we just had the men's invitational there two weekends ago, and um, the players, uh, the Jeff Gorkman, our uh, Rowland Street uh, superintendent, had the course in the greens running, I guess, I heard around 14, so Ouch. it was uh, a lot of complaints, as you had mentioned earlier, yeah. but uh, it, uh, I think the course is going to be a beautiful shape next year it's going to be it's going to show so well on on, on uh, national television it's going to be uh, it's going to be quite exciting yeah it's interesting that it'll be in the spring and i think as a pga member you know i'm super proud of this event as it is and to have it come in your own neck of the woods your own neighborhood is is awesome i know my i have an adult daughter who's moving to boston she's taking the week off so she can volunteer for the event because nice. it's just so much fun to be around I think, too, I mean, we know in Western New York, we take pride with a lot of our local events, and this is obviously a huge one. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rochester is such a great golf community, but obviously, you know, our show based in Buffalo, you've got people coming from Syracuse and Erie, PA, and they'll be driving all over to come into this event. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a really fantastic event. If you haven't, if you've thought about going... Uh, you know, obviously, uh, we would encourage you to do so. It's it's something that's really, really good. It's hard to explain if you don't know how good of a golf market Rochester really is with the number of good facilities they have, you know, uh, between all the Donald Ross facilities that are here uh, in this area. It's it's amazing to have what I think there's five different Donald Ross courses in Rochester. And this one going back to the original Donald Ross design, getting rid of that, it's going to be a all in the uh, all in the early twenties. So uh, I think you know, with transportation being so difficult, he came up in the Rochester area and just decided to yeah to do it all at once. Do it all at once. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. And then they didn't have the tools that they have today. You know, they were using horses and plows to make courses back then. So right. it's pretty. It's really really cool. And if, if you've never been to a professional golf event, it is unlike any other sporting event in the sense that like you're on the field. Like when you go to watch a baseball game. You're in the stands. Right. You go to watch. Going to watch the Bills today. Like you're in the you're in the seats, on the golf course. Like you can literally be almost within arm's reach of the guy taking the club back. Like it, it's pretty. It's such a really really cool experience. And what a vantage point. Yeah, I mean, there's 18 holes. There's 18 different spots in the course that you're yeah. able to have in a sense courtside seats. You know, so it's it's different in that sense where you're just able to really experience what you want. You know, if you have a favorite player or if you have a favorite spot of the course you want to sit. And, kind of hang out at you know there's there's lots of different areas and things you can do and participate in yeah all right any other last minute information we didn't ask you about we that you wanted to get across <laughs> well, I, I think we uh, we touched on quite a bit but the uh, pga championship.com we we really want to get as many people out here as we can to get this to get the chance to experience it um our goal is to uh you know to show pga of america what rochester is all about that uh, what the oak hill east course is all about and we want them to come back again in the future. Yeah, I bet they'll be back. Yeah, you got the U.S. Amateur coming up too, don't you? In 27, or 20, uh, 27, we do have the Are you uh, going to run that one too? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Let them get through this I, one first, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> I know once you get on these committees, it's a, I, it's I a vicious cycle. a little cycle. bit of hair left. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, Ron and Wes, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Great information. Again, uh, as they said, pgachampionship.com. Uh, is the best website if you're looking for uh, for ticket information. Uh, if you want to contact Jeff or I, uh, um, you know through our T to Green information, and, and we can we can pass a question along to Ron or West as well. Uh, feel free to do so. But Ron and West, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good thank luck you with both. all your planning. And uh, if there's anything we can do through T to Green to uh, get more word out, just let us know. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. You'll be seeing me here next spring. That's yeah. right. I'll be all over. I'll be so here both. as well. That's right. Yeah. Right. Thanks, all right, Ron Pluta, the General Chairman, West Simeon with Sales and Marketing for the 2023 PGA Championship here at Oak Hill Country Club. Okay, we're going to take a uh, timeout. When we come back, we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week from Jeff. Start to talk about some other 
headlines and some other fun stuff that we talk about here, being at Oak Hill, some of the other cool things that we've seen as uh, we take our first time out. I'm Brian Colsey along with PJ Pro Jeff Midas. Thanks for being with us. More Tee to Green live from Oak Hill coming up next on WGR. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. TD Green live at Oak Hill here on WGR. We uh, want to thank... Ron Pluta, the general chairman, and Wes Simeon, sales and marketing from the PGA Championship. Uh, great segment. If you're just joining us here on TD Green, we had a lot of information about next year's championship, especially if you'd like to attend. Uh, we'll put the link up to our show a little bit later on this morning. Uh, it'll be on our on-demand audio section, WGR550.com. I'll also tweet out the link as well. Uh, coming up here this morning. but yeah, uh, yeah, if you want tickets, it sounds like it's not going to be one of those just walk up and get tickets events. It's selling out fast. So go on the website today and get your tickets if you're planning on coming next year. Yeah, I think it's great that the food and the beverage included. Yeah, in I tickets. was at Tulsa for that this year, and it did Yeah, when you went, how, do you think that worked PGA out right? PGA Championship. Yeah. It worked great because it expedites everything. It's the one less thing to worry about. And, yeah, and it, you're going to have to get something to eat or drink when you come here anyway, so it just makes it that much easier and that much faster for everybody. We said a lot of local support, local communities with uh, with volunteers and other events going on during the weekend. Delaware North Sports Delaware Service North. is going to so yeah. have a local Buffalo company is going to be providing the food Pumps as well. Pumps a lot of money into the local economy, that's for sure. Yep, I agree. Yep. So PGAChampionship.com is the website. And, uh, again, if you're just joining us, we'll, we'll go over a little bit more information before we close today. Uh, on our show, but a big thanks to Ron and Wes for joining us here today. Okay, you heard it. It's time for our check of the uh, our time for our PGA tip of the week, brought to you by the West New York PGA. And uh, again, the section championship is here this week, Jeff. Yep. We know the rough at Oak Hill is very, very tough to play out of. We asked Ron and Wes, yeah. "Hey, they play here a lot." They said, "Keep it in the fairway." Okay, so let's talk about hitting out a rough. Yeah, it's thick here. Oh yes. And, you know, maybe if you play a course like this, it could be long. Uh, you know, hitting like a five iron out of thick rough, 
not necessarily an easy shot to do here, but let's just, you know, you're playing at a course that has thick rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the things you should be thinking about, even including when you come up and even look at your lie? Like, what, what should be going through your head? Well, first thing you do is you assess your lie, you know, and that yeah. gives you what options you have. And um, you need to, the, the thing I see with a lot of a lot of players is when they're hitting out of the rough, they take too little loft. So you have, when you're, especially if you played here at Oak Hill in championship conditions, that rough is far more brutal than anything most average golfers will ever see. If you have too little loft, you can't get that ball out of the rough. So when in doubt, take a little extra club. Um, I hate using the word manager expectations or that phrase, but you got you want to make sure you get the ball out of the rough first and get back into play. What I like to do when we're in the rough is I'm going to take a little more loft and I'm going to move the ball back in my stance a little bit, and I'm going to lean a bit forward on my forward post or my left leg. I'm a right-handed golfer just a little bit more. I'm trying to create much more of a descending angle. Normally we talk about being shallower and you know, sweeping a little bit to hit the driver well. Well, with the rough, you're going to take more loft, move it back in your stance, and you're going to have to hit down on that ball a little bit just to make sure that you're getting the club down and into it. The other problem is sometimes that ball might be perched up. Like the rough is so long here that it may not settle all the way down. So if it's perched up a half inch or so, that makes it even more difficult. So you gotta you got to be aware of the rough, uh, what your lie is, and that lie is going to tell you what kind of shot you're able to hit from there. But the, the keys from the rough most of the time is, a little bit further back in your stance, a little bit more of a descending blow. Make sure you have enough loft and, and be very aggressive. Don't you think probably the biggest mistake that golfers make out of the rough is just taking the same club in terms of, oh, I'm 170 yards from the green. I'm going to take my 170 club and just it, the expectations that it's just going to do what it always does. Right, and then that yeah. ball won't have spin either because you don't get that clean yeah. contact. Um, so you'll uh, you'll have a... Yeah, I see that a lot. And the one I see a lot, too, is people are in the rough and they're trying to hit it under a tree. Well, yeah, a lot of times you need more loft in order to get it out of the rough. And then that loft, too much loft, you'll hit the tree. So you may have to have some other options. I see a lot of people smother low shots out of the rough just because they don't have enough loft. Yeah. I, and how will the, in terms of the club, will it turn one way more than the other? If I'm a right-hander, like, will it tend to turn more right or more left? Typically, yeah, you'll see guys squeezing. I'm talking as a right-handed golfer to yeah. keep that left, that left hand on there tight because that hosel wants to grab and twist that face closed. So it wouldn't be, it, it's also helpful or illustrative sometimes to just have that blade a tiny bit open, like I keep saying, adding loft. So that adds a little bit of loft, and that allows for the club face to rotate a little bit close. You want to prevent against that, like the hosel grabs around the grass, or the grass grabs around the hosel and flips that blade closed. So you got to be cognizant of that while you're, while you're tearing away at the golf ball. I'm, I'm envisioning the rough here at Oak Hill having played here in these conditions and, uh, and how difficult it is. And most facilities aren't going to have rough like that, but it does grab the hosel of the club and make it close. Okay, good advice there from Jeff. Of course, you heard it during the commercial break. You can go see Jeff at the new Golf Dojo, which you're having their grand opening next week uh, on Transit Road right across from the Eastern Hills Mall. Our PGA Tip of the Week brought to you by the Western PGA, which has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today tomorrow and beyond good luck to all the western new york pga pros this week as we mentioned last segment uh, the section championship will be at oak hill on monday and tuesday we've got a lot of good pros given a chance to uh, to go out and try to win the section championship yeah, there's some good week. players i was watching jeff rosetta he's the teaching professional here he's yeah. already up this morning pitching and chipping working on his game getting ready for this week yeah if your game's not tight uh this <laughs> week oak hill will let you know i you know i like to think you know a two or four handicapper comes to oak hill they break 80 that's a really 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 good day yeah it's hard to it's hard for very good players to break 80 here in in these conditions so uh it'll be it'll be fun to see 
how well these guys actually play. Speaking of breaking 80, Jason Duffner, when he won the event here back in 2013, shot a 63, broke the course record, uh, which I believe was held by Ben Hogan and Curtis Strange at 64. Um, now it's a par 70. They, you know, some of the fours are, or sorry, some of the fives were now playing as a four. So, you know, I guess officially under par, it was the same score. Nevertheless, super impressive. Hard to imagine in that win. It's hard to yeah. visualize playing that well after you've played this place. Like, how do you do that? Shoot a 63. Here? Yeah, that's when you're good. Pretty amazing. And I'm sure Duffner spent most of the week in the fairway, as we said here. It's been tough. And then, of course, the previous PGA Championship in 2003, well known for the, f- the final approach shot in of the tournament. Sean McKeel on the 18th with a 7-iron. I think 170-some yards, and he stuck it to just a couple of feet. They've got a plaque out in the 18th fairway if you ever played it here. Yeah, I've dropped I've dropped yeah. the ball next to that plaque a couple of times. And first of all, I can't hit a 7-iron that far, so I can't reach. But I had to hit a 6-iron, and you can see around there, there's always a bunch of divots because everybody's trying to recreate that shot. Yeah, really, really cool memory there. And uh, the 95 Amateur was here, which was great. The 1980 PGA Championship, which Jack Nicklaus won. The as Ryder well. Cup in 95. 95. 95. That's right. The Amateur was 98. My apologies. Yeah. I, um, if, if you want to check out a video, I just posted it just before the show this morning at Brian WGR. Uh, I went out by the putting green where they have a plaques. They have plaques for the Ryder Cup and then plaques for all the major events that they've shown here with all the champions. So it's kind of a cool trip down memory lane. But if you've never seen the, the, the putting green and the range and some of the first hole area around the clubhouse, plus those plaques, uh, check out my video uh, at Brian WGR. I've been here for every one of those events. That's pretty wild. I was here for the Ryder Cup. I was, you know, I've, been to, I've been around for all these events. It's been cool to watch this place grow and change. And, and it, it's hard to imagine, but it does get better every time they... There's another event here, and the golf course, by all accounts, has gotten even better than it was, and it's one of the best courses in the world. If, in, like I said, the only facility in the world to have hosted all those majors. So, like I said, if you're if you're a golf fan, you've got to be here next spring. Yeah. So we are broadcasting from inside the clubhouse in the Craig Harmon room. Yes. What's Craig? Har- For those that may not know who Craig Harmon is, can you give a little bit on him? I know that you are. That's a person you really look up to. Yeah, I, I have very fond memories of Craig and, and, and spent a lot of time learning to teach from Craig. He's, he was the PGA professional here for many, many, many years. He's been uh, his father uh, won the Masters, Claude Harmon. His brothers are Butch and stuff like that. So, he, by the way, Claude Harmon's Masters jacket is sitting in here. Is sitting right in here. Yeah. Like in the, uh, it's in a display case, but uh, the. Let's see, 19, I can't read that far, 49 maybe, 1946, <laughs> Masters Champion. Craig Claude had Harmon. stories where Ben yeah. Hogan be like hanging out with his dad in the kitchen and stuff. But I think Craig got the job. He was either 24 or 26 years old when he first became the head professional here. And he was the head professional here for years and years and one of the most respected teachers in the game, one of the best PGA professionals. He's in the PGA National PGA Hall of Fame as a golf professional. As a matter of fact, we have two. There's a Jim Merva from a Another Donald Ross gem just around the corner is also in the National PGA Hall of Fame. But yeah, Craig is uh, Craig's a legendary PGA professional, and he's been he's been followed by Jason Ballard, who's another outstanding PGA professional. You uh, facilities like this get the the best staff, and 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 they definitely had it with Craig, and now with Jason. Yep. All right, before we uh, go to break here, Kevin Sylvester coming up from the BMW Championship in a moment. Interesting anniversary this week. Tin Cup turned twenty six, debuted. Uh, August 18th, or August 16th, rather, 
26 years ago. The Kevin Costner scene, of course, the famous one where he's on the last hole trying to win the U.S. Open. Here's my hot take. I hated that movie. You hated I it. never liked that movie. I didn't think his swing was good. I thought the ending was bad. <laughs> I didn't think it was that great of a movie, but maybe that's my golf snobbery in me. So you didn't like it as much, but it was the highest grossing golf movie of all time over caddyshack it brought in 76 million dollars worldwide making it the number one box office golf film caddyshack which you mentioned number two at 40 million but you'd rank caddyshack ahead of it obviously miles ahead of it. i think when when you ask most people best golf movie caddyshack right definitely caddyshack you're not quoting tin cup you're quoting a caddyshack when you play golf yes, yes. there's yeah. quite a quite a few good lines <laughs> yes there caddyshack are yes. but uh yeah tim cup 26 years old and we're getting old that's all that means yeah. yeah all right time out here we're excited to we are at oak hill country club in rochester when we come back kevin sylvester live at the bmw championship he's working for pga tour radio this week and uh, we've got some monster names at the top of the leaderboard this week that uh, Kevin will be telling us all about here is the FedEx Cup playoffs is in week two of three. That and more coming up from Oak Hill with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel. Corey Jackson producing back in our Amherst studios. Thanks for being with us. More Tee to Green coming up right here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back on Tee to Green, Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. We're live at Oak Hill Country Club here in Rochester. We're inside the Craig Harmon Room. Beautiful spot to be. Uh, put up a whole bunch of pictures and videos on my Twitter handle. Uh, check it out. Uh, at Brian WGR. Uh, also, uh, there's some pictures on our Instagram page at T to Green at T to G Buffalo, as well. Uh, we'll have some information uh, about next year's PGA Championship. If you need tickets, information here coming up at the end of this segment. Also, Kevin Sylvester with our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. But this is week two of the three-week FedEx playoffs, FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, they're down to 70. Last week, 125. This week, 70. They're going to cut it to 30 after this week. And through the weekend here, no cut, by the way. All 70 golfers play the weekend. Adam Scott has a one-shot lead, 65-69. He's at eight under par. And then we get some monster names coming into play here. Scotty Scheffler at minus seven. Jordan Spieth at minus seven. Canadians are rooting for Corey Connors. He's at minus seven. Cameron Young, who's had a great year. He's at minus seven. Uh, then there's a host of golfers at minus six that include Rory, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantlay. So huge star power at the top of the PGA Tour leaderboard. We'll talk to Kevin live here in one moment. And the PGA Tour Champions Report brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf attire. This week it's Dick's Sporting Goods Open in Endicott, New York at Enjoy Golf Club. And what a great leaderboard. That might be worth the ride. Darren Clark, Jim Furyk, and VJ Singh at seven under tied Good for the names. lead. And then followed by... Padraig Herrington and Duffy Waldorf, and one of my favorite players, Ernie Els, is tied for six. Great, great leaderboard there, also. Yeah, from here in, from Oak Hill, it's probably what hour and a half south or so. Yeah, it's not, not too not far. Too bad. It might be worth. It's worth the ride. I mean, that's a, it's a cool place and it's a cool time of year to be down in that part of the, the state. And a lot of big names, a lot of right big at names. the top there. Yeah, it's a it's a great event. No LPGA event this week. They played last week in Northern Ireland, and the Swede Maja Stark won by five. She shot twenty under par. Over the course of the four rounds. Yeah, the U.S. Amateurs going on, though, right now. That's right. And they're down to the final four. And uh, it's been some pretty exciting match play. They're down to match play. Uh, Dylan Menenti, Menenti and Sam Bennett. They are the first match in the semis at 2 o'clock. And then at 2.20, Ben Carr and Derek Hitchner. All what? four remaining are all from the United States. Yeah, watch that Sam Bennett play. That guy's uh, he has got some fire. He's fun to watch. I agree. Okay, let's uh, bring in Kevin Sylvester now. He's at the BMW Championship working uh, for PGA Tour Radio, and uh, we say good morning to Kevin. Kevin, we're, uh, we're, we're wishing you were here today at beautiful Oak Hill. We, you know this is one of the most special places in all of golf. Uh, it's uh, spectacular, and I am uh, jealous, and uh, I wish I was there with you. Yeah, you should be jealous. We just got some nice swag handed to us. <laughs> Usually you're this master of the swag. Yes, yeah, they're, they're taking good care of us here at Oak Hill. Oh, now I'm really jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, we talked uh, before we talk about the BMW, we, we spoke with uh, Ron Pluta and Wes Simeon uh, from the PGA Championship Committee, and they talked just about spectators coming here next year and uh, you know seeing a live golf event in person in western New York. Uh, you're obviously at events all the time for PGA Tour Radio. Um, what would you say is a cool and unique thing about being at a professional golf event uh, as a fan or as a spectator? 
Well, I mean, you get to see. Um, see, I'm so used to. So I'm trying to think of a great answer for someone who doesn't see it all the time. So what you know, what you're you're going to be in awe uh, of how these players uh, hit the ball, not only their distance but their accuracy, and how they escape uh, difficult situations. I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday, I'm following Cameron Young on the 14th hole. It's a par five downhill, and he drove it so far left, he was uh, to the right of the third tee box underneath a tree and somehow found a way to put it on the fairway 20 yards short of the green from 230 yards away. You know, just something like that, that they're able to uh, escape uh, those difficult situations. I, I think you'll be amazed at that, and they're – their ability to make what's to the amateur golfer seems impossible routine. They're short games, Kevin, is what I'm always impressed with. When I go to a tour event and watch these guys, how they, where they get up and down from to me is insane sometimes. You know, yesterday, uh, Sam Burns on the 18th hole, uh, finishing late in the day, he drives it uh, left. He's in a bunker, uh, tall face, and it's uphill. It's playing plus eight. Um, you know, and he's 110 yards away, so it's 118. Now, he, he's able, you know, to elevate it enough to get it up the hill into the greenside bunker. He's got 60 feet and puts it to five. <laughs> stuff stuff wow. like that just amazes me every time. Now, he missed the putt. He made bogey, but uh, <laughs> it, it was because a lot of players have difficulty with the whole locations yesterday and where they were, but uh, that's what they're going to see in, in a course like Oak Hill, the the history, the heritage there. I mean, it's one of the great venues in America. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Sylvester from the P, uh, BMW Championship. This is week two of the three weeks in the FedEx Cup playoffs. They're at 70 golfers. Everybody makes the cut this week, and then they'll get it down to 30 uh, for the finale next week at the Tour Championship. Kev, I know you were following Rory a little yesterday. He had quite a finish on 18, uh, chipping in, and he's in contention here, only two off the lead. Yeah, and you, you know what? If it wasn't for one hole, he probably, you know, he might be in the final group today. Uh, it, on In round one, he was cruising along. He'd only hit four fairways when he went to the 15th tee. That's the par three. He was playing uh, 216 yards, front location, and uh, he just double-crossed himself and put it right in the middle of the pond. That is short left of the green. It was such a, um, I'll just say it, a bad derailed everything uh for him um but but moved on and uh i have you know i'll be with him today uh for his start and i have no doubt he'll find a way to put himself in contention uh he's driving it so far on that 14th hole as mentioned the camera young he had a drive that was 386 yards <laughs> that's <laughs> insane that's remarkable yeah. <laughs> he's just the- obliterating the golf course with his distance the, the name. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, he's he's super. Like if we we ask that question, what's cool? Go watch yeah. Rory McIlroy hit drivers and tell me that's not cool to watch. Yeah, it's, it's really really cool. Remember, um, what is it? The, the media day several years ago. Yes, we got to see him right there. Right, Jeff. That the three of us we were playing, and uh, he's on thirteenth uh, tee box, and uh, you know he just he took that creek, <laughs> took it on, no problem. Yeah. Team. It was incredible. Well, not anymore. They moved that tee back 60 yards, I guess, Kev. So <laughs> he still might do it. Yeah, that's right. Kev, say, the, the, wind, the wind's blowing, uh, you know, up the hill. He, he'll go for it. Yeah. Kev, the monster names that are in contention here, Adam Scott in the lead, but 
You've got the guy that's projected number one in FedEx Cup points right now, Scotty Scheffler, one behind. Jordan Spieth was actually tied for the lead late yesterday, gave one back late. He's one off. We mentioned Rory. Shoffley and Cantley are playing great golf. They're right there, too. I mean, this is... This is a, a headliners club here going into the weekend with obviously plenty of storylines possibly setting up. Yeah, certainly. And I want to tell you guys a quick story about this is not golf, but this is uh, the foundation of Scotty Scheffler and his family. Um, yesterday, so, you know, these players have uh, security that walks with them and the Delaware State Troopers are walking the golf course with the players, you know, just for safety and uh, in full uniform. And at the end of the day, I'm waiting to interview Cameron Young, Scotty Scheffler's dad, uh, who was also named Scott. Um, I see him bring lunch out to the two troopers that uh, were walking with Scotty. Now, you know, that's not something <laughs> that he had to do, but uh, that just kind of shows you um, the foundation that Scotty Scheffler has and, uh, you know, how great his family is at the day. <laughs> I'm surprised these guys have brought him out lunch. I just thought that was a cool story to share. That is great. Yeah, the more we hear about Scheffler, the more likable. All right, let's finish with just the course. This is a new spot for these PGA Tour players, uh, Wilmington Country Club uh, in Delaware, Kev. Um, as people watch and listen this weekend, uh, what's the unique thing about this course that you really like? Well, I'll tell you what. It is, it's a big property. Um, you know, it's hilly. It, there, there's a lot of elevation change uh, there, and – the it looks beautiful. I mean, when you see it on television, if you haven't watched any of the coverage so far, you're like, "Wow, that place looks fantastic!" And, and it is uh, stunning uh, with some of the vistas. Um, the greens are huge. It's the only place that has larger greens is Kapalua. Um, so you're going to see a lot of players that putts of 50 feet, and you're like, "What?" Uh, just because of uh, the, the size of the greens and because of uh, a lot of the movement on the greens. So lag putting. Um, is going to be uh, crucial, I think, this weekend, especially with how firm they got yesterday. I mean, Corey Connors, I followed him in, and in the last three holes, he hit fabulous shots in that pounded off just off the back of the green, and he looked dumbfounded. And I even talked to him at the round. I said, wow, you, you hit some great shots in there. And it just uh, uh, you know, they skipped off the green. So um, the firmness of these greens, are, I think, are going to make it a very challenging weekend. Yep. Kev, we'll uh, be listening to you on PGA Tour Radio. Thanks for the visit, and uh, wish you were with us here at Oak Hill, but you're at a great spot as well. We will see you next week at the Golf Dojo. Yeah, as I say, last one, last event of the season for me for uh, – so I'm coming home, boys. Coming home. All right. <laughs> be good to have you around, Kev. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Uh, there's a list There's a list at home for sure. I yeah. bet there yep. is. Yes. you gotta, you got to get that done. All right. Thanks, Kevin. All right. See you, boys. All right, Kevin Sylvester from the BMW Championship. Uh, again, there's a lot of good names at the top here. Scheffler, Spieth, Scott, Cantlay, Rory, Shoffley. Yeah, good TV. you got the Bills today at one, and then you've got some golf, and the senior golf's good. The U.S. Amateur's fun to watch. It's a, it's a real good weekend for golf. Yeah. All right, we got about a couple uh, minutes or so here left here from Oak Hill. Uh, I know we're going to... Do another wander around trip for a throughout while. here. Check yeah. out some of the trophy rooms. We're, I'm going to post. I'm going to take more pictures. I'm going to post some more pictures. So yep. if you've never been in the clubhouse at Oak Hill, uh, some of the different rooms and the trophies and memorabilia, oh. I'll uh, look for that uh, coming up on my Twitter handle at yeah, Brian WGR. As spectacular as the golf course is, the clubhouse is equally spectacular. Yes. Yeah. When you're at a place like this, like 
because you and I have had the the smile going the whole show, whole yeah, whole show yeah. here. I've been, done a lot of cool stuff in golf, and this place still gets me geeked out to come and just even just to hang out in the clubhouse. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, big thanks to Ronald Pluta and Wes Simeon, part of the uh, the team and the committee from the for the 2023 PGA Championship. Uh, obviously, it's here at Oak Hill next year. Ticket information: go to pgachampionship.com. Uh, pretty cool this year. The tickets include food and beverage so that's cool but some of the days are already uh, selling out and uh, practice rounds are getting close to as well so uh, if you're thinking about going or maybe you know it's a good it's a good holiday gift to get for somebody maybe get it for your dad or get it for your son or your daughter or you want to go with somebody yeah it's a good spot it's a good do it sooner than later, though. But do it's, it. It's, yes, you're gonna, they're selling out. Don't wait yeah. till December to buy it. Yes, they yeah, might they'll, not be, be, there. they'll be gone by some December, I'm sure. Yeah, the course renovated, and on our drive-in, it just looked spectacular. Oh, with the fog and the yeah. morning sun. Yes, yeah, it's a, yeah, it makes you makes you really appreciate how lucky we are to come to a place like this and, and get to see all this and, and appreciate it next spring when we're here for the PGA Championship. Yep, that'll be next May. We'll be here doing a radio show, I'm sure. I know, yeah. looking forward to that. Okay, that'll put a wrap on things here from Oak Hill. Corey Jackson, thank you, producing back in our Amherst studios. Kevin Sylvester for joining us. Ronald Pluta and Wes Simeon from the PGA Committee. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep. PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Yeah, fun show, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting on the golf course myself this weekend. That's right. All right, don't go anywhere here on WGR. Right after this timeout, Bill's pregame starts. The starters are playing. Hold your breath that everybody gets through it okay health-wise. A couple Hail Marys and cross your fingers. Yeah, that's, that's right. Out. Bills and Broncos coming up at 1, but Bills pregame starts on the other side. Thanks for listening. I'm Brian Colziel. Tita Green every Saturday will be at Golf Dojo next week in Amherst right here on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.